Welcome to the Arena Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. Everything about what Chaucer and Cotmanet are and do and just how they're making a difference in their local community. Just when Julie was just talking, this is just off script for a moment. I was, I was just thinking about those reindeers. The problem that we had with the reindeers was they, they were going to cost around £1,000 to pet them. So I'm thinking... If the council would allow me, I'd like to put in our car park. I am joking. Uh, Glenis, I'm, I'm joking. Okay? Because I think we could farm them. And that, what a great money-spinning yeah. idea, Frank. To... Everybody, let's vote on it, anybody? I'm not sure my board would be happy with that in our car park. But anyway, there's an idea. So sorry, kids. There won't be any reindeers, but I'm sure there'll be lots of reindeer antlers as you come to those times. I wonder if we could have the two presents here, because as normal, and I've got the wonderful Eleanor and the wonderful Hannah, who we're going to look out. So I wonder if you could uh, stand at the back, uh, because we want to just spot, and you're going to have to tell me the best kids who just behave themselves and listen and laugh at all my rubbish jokes, okay? We've got some tabletop air hockey. Anybody like this? Kids, anybody like this? Okay, well, you can win it. You can win it if you just sit and you just behave yourself. And whatever. So I need you guys. You're not going to see that. I wonder if you just, would you go to the back and just check out which kids are behaving the best. And then you can tell me at the very, very end. As I've said, it is great to welcome so many of you to our community service. We have some great services here at Arena. I have to say, this is probably... This is probably one of my favourites. Because yeah. I get to see all you guys who wouldn't normally come. Yeah, and I get to just talk to you for a few minutes around some things that are really important to us as a church. And, and just try and help you, hopefully, a little bit further. Because talking to one lady, she says, I think this is my fourth year coming. And I just that filled my heart. I thought, that's brilliant. Because it just helps you to understand a little bit more about who we are. And what we're doing. And this morning, just for a few minutes, I want to talk about this word called welcome. Julie's already said it. It was on my running sheet. We have a running card. It says welcome. Now, I don't want to be political. I'm not here to talk about the social ills. I've not come with clever words. But I do want to come and just, from my perspective, tell you the truth. Because I'm often asked questions like... What is the purpose of Jesus? Is God real? What was all that Easter thing? What's all this being born in a manger kind of deal that's going on? And those questions are really good questions. And you might be here thinking some of that. You may be on a bit of a journey to try and make sense of life. We all at some point will try and make sense of life. But there's one word that just sums up for me why Jesus came. And it's this word, welcome. It's just this word, welcome. It's it's a word that's overused. We just holidayed in the States. We had the privilege of being there. And in every shop, they're obviously trained to do it. You walk in, I've got a dodgy American accent, so please excuse it, but I'm still going to do it, okay? Remember, kids, you've got to laugh at all my dodgy jokes, okay? This one's really getting it on the front, brilliant. Um, but, you know, they, you walk into a shop and they go, Hi, welcome! <laughs> brilliant. Give her the prize. 
Sorry, guys. Had to be done. You're not all going to get it now. Please don't think you're not all going to get one. Just It just had to be done. And if I have to give another one out, I'll go and buy one out of my own pocket. If there's another two, and we'll go and get another one. Seriously. just. In fact, yeah, we'll do that. That one, if there's another one, we'll just go and get another one, and we'll make sure we get it to them. <laughs> We're not going to keep doing that. I'll be skinned. I've got my own kids to buy presents for, and four of them, and they're really expensive as well. Welcome. Welcome. You know, it's a word that's overused, and yet I see it all across the Christmas story. Let me just take your attention for a few moments to a Bible reading, which we'll use in schools, we'll use at traditional church services. You may even be going through a devotional Bible reading plan and certainly it will be there. And it's found in Luke in chapter 2 in verses 1 through to 5. It's going to be on the screen. This is what it says about that time. Caesar Augustus, he ordered a census to be taken throughout the empire. And this was the first census when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone basically had to travel to their own ancestral hometown, where they came from, where their family was, to be accounted for. So Joseph went from the Galilean town of Nazareth up to Bethlehem in Judea. This was David's town for the census. And as a descendant of David, he had to go there. And he went with Mary, his fiancée, who was pregnant. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to a son, her firstborn. She wrapped him in a blanket and laid him in a manger, in a stable. Why? Because there was no room in the hostel. There was no room in the inn. There was no room in the hotel. There was no room for Mary and Joseph and this soon-to-be-born boy. Now, we all understand what it is to have a welcome and Caroline and I, my wife, we celebrated 25 years of being married. I've mentioned that on numbers of occasions and whilst we was away on holiday, it was a special occasion. There was a particular hotel that we wanted to just stay in. We couldn't have afforded to have stayed there for the whole time. We just stayed there for one night. So at the end of the accommodation, we went to this one hotel and... Um, as we went there, I went to the, to the booking desk and said, we've got a reservation. They said, and again, dodgy American accent, I don't need any more laughing now. <laughs> you know, Hi there, sir. And I said, we've just come, you know, booking in. And she just happened to say to me, she says, is it a special occasion? I says, well, actually it is. I said, because we've booked it because my wife and I are celebrating 25 years of, of, of marriage. And, and I said, and then I just came out of my mouth because it's just what you see is what you get from me. I says, and we couldn't have afforded to have stayed here. <laughs> the whole period but we just wanted to come for one night make it special and also uh, my daughter she's celebrating her 18th birthday this year oh wonderful so they said well I'm sorry your room's not ready you know give us another hour cut a long story short we got up to the room after that time walked straight into the room to we, we, we wouldn't we wouldn't have wanted it but he was very kind of them a bottle of champagne but more than that a beautiful card just, you know, handwritten, not, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Thorpe, 25 years of marriage. It's a big occasion. And it is in this day and age, let's be honest. And, you know, and we, it was just a wonderful, wonderful 
welcome. We've all had experiences where we've been welcomed. I hope that when you came in here, you was welcomed on the door. There was a warm handshake. There was a nice smile. We all understand what it is to have a great welcome. And this story that we've just read about in the scriptures is all about an entrance. It's all about a welcome. It's Jesus, God's son, coming into the world. But this is the funny thing about it. It says there, we'll read it again, Joseph and Mary, she wrapped him in a blanket and laid him in a manger because there was no room in the hostel. You see, I received great welcome to the hotel, but as they were trying to get space, there was nobody who was welcoming them. Everybody had turned them away. You've all been at the nativity scenes where there's a knock on the door and the innkeeper says, not today, and slams the door and then they go around again. We've all seen those little performances and productions. That was what it was like. They were trying to find a space, but there was no space. I was reading today of a great charity in Long Eaton called Canaan Trust who work with homeless people. We understand some people by choice want to live on the streets. There are other people who it's not by choice and they find themselves on the streets. There are many people up and down this country who have no place, no welcome. And there are reasons why people don't welcome. By the way, has anybody here, raise your hand if you've ever had a bad welcome. Oh, I'm the only one. With this face, you can see why, okay. Anybody help me out here? Yeah, we've all had a great welcome, but we've all know what it's like to have a bad welcome. I've known when I've not been wanted. (laughs) I've known when I've not been wanted. I remember one occasion when I was working in the business world and went to this particular forum and there were, I'm not exaggerating, there were probably a couple of hundred people there. They all knew one another, but they all knew that I was the outsider coming in and boy, did they make me feel like I was the outsider in there. I just was there trying to look busy on my phone, trying to look important, had my suit on and I didn't feel welcomed. I did not feel welcomed. And we all know what it's like to have a bad experience of that. And I got thinking, why do people not give a great welcome? Well, people can become self-absorbed. People live with isolation. You know, because of the cynicism around, we're not going to let any people into our world. Some people, because of bad experiences, they've become bitter. And so there's no way they're going to let anybody get close to them. Some other people become too busy. Christmas should be the most wonderful time of the year. But in reality, you go to into a Derby or Bath Street or wherever, Tesco, and you'll soon see if it's a wonderful time of the year when everybody's grabbing and snatching to go and get what they can. People's lives become too busy, too full. There's other reasons why people are not welcome because you're not important enough. That's what happened really in that forum that I went to. I wasn't important enough, so they didn't really want to say hello to me. Other times people don't get a great welcome because actually when it boils down to it, we don't like you. So we're not going to welcome you. Or another phrase, you're not my kind of people. And they hold a prejudice. These are all the reasons why people are not welcomed. And actually the welcome that's a bad welcome actually says you are not wanted, you are not needed, and you are not known. It's like you are invisible. And this is what the story 
I'm, I'm stripping it right back. This is what happened with Mary and Joseph. Don't get all fluffy. It was wonderful to be in the manger. It was freezing cold. They were with stinking animals. I mean, if you like animals, that's wonderful. But what I'm saying is they were smell. They're not like adults where you can help them to go to the toilet. They'll just do it wherever. Might be like some of your kids. I don't know. But, uh, you know, they're, they're just... Listen to me. Jesus was not welcomed. He was not welcomed. But this is the point. He still came into the chaos of this world. Why? To announce his mercy... And forgiveness. There's a slight irony in this story that the world didn't welcome Jesus or his parents, yet he was the one who was welcoming the world. He was the one who was welcoming the world. He was saying, I'm making a way for you. And yet they didn't welcome him. You see, my Bible tells me, and I believe this with all my heart. That when Jesus came to the world, God came to the earth. He laid down all his Godhead, laid down all his attributes, laid down all his privileges and became like you and me. That is why he was born in a manger. That is why he was not born in a palace. That is why he was not born with a silver spoon in his mouth. He came to ordinary people like you and me. He did. And he says there that God, Jesus, humbled himself. It actually says when the time came, he set aside the privileges of being God and he took on the status of being a slave. He became human. Having become human, he stayed human. And it was an incredibly humbling process. He didn't claim special privileges. Instead, this Jesus lived a sinful, sinless, sorry, sinless, obedient life, And then he died a selfless, obedient life. And the worst kind of death at all, that of being hung upon a cross, crucifixion. Why am I saying all of this? Let me just draw it all together. Why am I saying all of this? Because it's important for every boy and girl and every adult to understand this. If you want to know what arena is all about, we're about a welcome. We're about a welcome. You are welcome here today. And please, I say this time and time again, don't just do it once a year. Come again. Come and see us. Why do we do all that we try and do with others in the community? Why do we serve meals? Why do we open high street locations? Why do we run all the things that we run? Why do we run a parent and toddlers? Why do we do a youth program? Why do we you know, meet with our seniors that happened on Friday? Why do we do all that? Listen, we've all got better things to be doing if we want to. We do it because we want to express something of Jesus to this community, which is one of a welcome. That is why I love the fact that you can be sat next to somebody who you didn't expect. We have people in our church who've had time in prison. We've got people. We have all the safeguarding policies. Please don't be worried about all that. We cover everything, but we have people who were from a very dysfunctional, broken background. And then we also have people who come in with their fancy cars and guess what? They're all welcome. We have people of different skin types. We have people who are on a journey to try and understand who they are. We have young people. We have old people. I was at a celebration of a 60th wedding anniversary from Gordon and Joan and he is delighted to celebrate with you. They're here. 
lovely people in our, in our church. And I just was saying to one of their nephews that, you know, I just love the fact that I get to lead this church because there's older people, I don't call them old, older people and there's younger people. This church is welcome for everybody. You see, we have a simple value at Arena that everybody is somebody at Arena. Listen to me carefully as I draw it to a close. No matter who you are, where you have come from, what you have done, how bad you have been, what you lack, or even if you're on a journey, everybody is somebody at the arena. You're welcome. And why do we do that? Well, because this holy and pure God Yes, I do believe in God. In fact, I don't just believe in him, I know him. This holy and pure God who rescued a lad like me and did a deep work in my life. He showed his love for mankind by sending Jesus into the world. Through his death upon a cross, He forgives every sin and he makes a way for you to be made right with him. You may feel like you're stranded on the island of sin. I want to tell you, God sent Jesus to be a bridge to your island to rescue you. You may be here and you've lacked peace. You lack forgiveness. You might be here and thinking, I'd love a brand new start. If I could start over again in a moment, we're going to pray. Because I believe that that's exactly what God can do. In the midst of your chaos, in the midst of your tiredness, in the midst of your frustrations, I believe that God can come. In fact, the Bible is very clear that it says about Jesus, because this is what he declares. He says, here I am. I stand at the door of your heart and I'm knocking. There's a knock. There's a knock. And he says, and if you'll open up the door to, to invite me and welcome me in, then we'll eat together. What he's basically saying is, we'll have fellowship together. We'll get to know one another. It starts with hearing the knock and opening up your heart. I did this as a young boy. You might be hearing you're in your 70s, 80s, 50s, teenage. I want to tell you that God is here and he's still knocking. He's still in the business of knocking. And all he wants is an invitation to say, yeah, come on, let's begin this journey. I welcome you. I wonder if we'll bow our heads. We're just going to pray for one minute. If you've got children, just keep them with you. They've been remarkable been remarkable. So thank you so much, kids and parents. You've been amazing.